Wizard of Whiskey presents Swig and Ramble, a podcast for the modern age. Come for the whiskey, stay for the shit show. Introducing Justin Curry at Wizard of Whiskey, Julia Men at the Wee Tipple, and now pour yourself a drink and enjoy the show. I know I will. Here we are, season three. <laughs> That's right, assholes. The censors tried to shut us down, <laughs> but then we remembered there are no censors. Uh, so we decided on another season of us rambling and ranting and a, the occasional swig. So welcome to season three. Now with two times the swig and twelve times the rambling. Yes. I'm I'm here with the illustrious, luminous, and glowing me. And as always, Creepy Julia. What's up, homie? Fuck off, Justin! Sweet, 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 sweet. Uh, We have a very special guest for our season opener. uh, One, Danielle Banks. Uh, She responded to a survey we sent out a few years back, actually, uh, dealing with the outrage over the criminal overturning of abortion rights by a lunatic kangaroo court. Welcome, Danielle. Hello, thank you for having me. Thanks for we being are, here. We, we are super pleased. Your time and experience and just your knowledge and passion behind everything we're going to talk about. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> so before we jump into what's in my glass and what sours my mash, which we're keeping those those tidbits from previous seasons, we are starting with you. You all know, for those of you who are regular listeners, you know, regular callers, uh, we like to call people waffles. Um, and yes, that is short for multiple things. And I, we are a vulgar show, unfortunately. Yeah, it can be short for twat waffle. It can be short for fuck waffle. Whatever expletive followed by the word waffle you'd like to ple- put in there. So anyway, for season three, we're launching a new segment, which is Waffle of the Week. Uh, so for this week, uh, which who knows when this will come out, but I'm 100% sure it's still going to be the case when the episode does come out. Any yeah. Trump supporter is the waffle of the week. Fuck. Uh, I would like to add some notes that my colleague Julia added. Fuck Trump. Fuck. Uh, ew, gross. Yeah. Those are the notes. Uh, so yeah, this week's waffle of the week. Any Trump supporter. Ba-dum-bum. Julia. What's in your glass? Uh, You know what's sad, Justin and Danielle? You know what's really sad? There are Trump supporters in my life. I know the personally. (laughs) And it is the worst. It is the legitimate worst. So I think I think it was an unconscious decision of my mind for this episode. Because I know it's gonna get real salty. I'm gonna get really really fucking angry and feel completely hopeless um, at some point during this episode. Great way to start off the new season, right guys? Hey, uh, with a 2014 sauterne, something rich, decadently sweet and intensely fabulous. It is marmalade and honeycomb and everything. What's the whole spice and nice and everything pleasant? I don't know. Sweet spice, everything nice. I don't know. It's sure. fucking. It's sauterne, okay, bitches. It's fucking sauterne. Deal with it. Yeah, I gotta get that nice little 
took in. Um, this is glorious. It is magical sunshine in a glass. And that is what we love and appreciate about Sauterne and dessert wine. <clears throat> you know what? Sours my mash this week. Many, many things. Um, God, how to focus in. Let's go with something that recently happened. Choking on your own spit. I cannot be the only person who has suffered this, okay? It literally happened about seven and a half minutes ago. I was in my kitchen drinking fucking water and I then choked on it and it was embarrassing and I thought I might die alone, bereft in my kitchen as I'm in the midst of a giant fucking move in with my partner, but I'm not there yet. So, you know, I could have died alone and in a very, very, and in a very embarrassing situation, you know, it's probably a good thing I'm moving in with another human. Just saying. I'm sad. It's upsetting. Thankfully, I didn't die. Danny, what's up with you? <laughs> Listen, that can, one off before we go the really best, the best advice I can give you, babe, for the next time that you want to do some big swallowing is breathe in through your nose. Take it from an expert. <laughs> Noted. I will I will write that one down. <laughs> um, so I am preparing for Exotica, um, which is happening in about nine or ten days in Chicago. So while I do love a good whiskey and whatnot, we are on the Tito's and diet soda cleanse right now to make sure we're in tip top slut shape for Chicago. So cheers. Cheers. <laughs> and what isn't bothering me lately? Let's see. Let's see if I can narrow this down for you guys. Um, <laughs> well, uh, I'm obviously anytime you have any sort of big adult convention that's getting closer, uh, slut shamers and anti- porn, you know, uh, crusaders come out of the, the woodwind and you're constantly DMs, uh, Bible scripture and, you know, um, automatically assumed that, you know, uh, especially women in porn or in the adult industry, whether it be a dancer or just a content creator, it could be someone who just does, does phone sex work and doesn't even show their body in a sense. Um, it's just constant slut shaming in a sense. So totally hate that. And I hate recently, and this is a little bit of a debatable topic. Um, obviously, unfortunately, our country has been plagued with more mass shootings lately. And I feel like certain politicians are focusing on just the recent one um, in terms of uh, how that person identified and not seeing how if you go back to, you know, uh, all the way back to Columbine of the first school shooting and whatnot, and each mass shooting that has happened since then has been just a diversified amount of people. It doesn't matter. It's been a, it's been a variety of sexual orientation of people. It's been a variety of genders. It's has nothing to do with that it has the fact that we have fucking AK 14s or rifles that are available for just fucking purchase. I totally believe in the, um, amendment to be able to, uh, bear arms and protect yourself 100%. Why do we need assault rifles? We don't. And that is, that's all folks. We don't need fucking assault rifles. Okay. Well, that was a, that was a fun episode. All right. Well, join us next time uh, from prison. Um, all right. Uh, 
so that that's a very interesting those are very interesting points uh both of you i'm not sure what julia's rant was about because i wasn't really listening but um so what's in my glass um i'm i'm still recovering uh from all of the illnesses the illness illness whatever you want to call it uh yeah. so i decided to pour myself a little uh, uh lafroig 18 uh on the rocks the frog Wait, you're drinking it on the rocks? What is lap, wrong with you, boy? Lapfroig, however you want to pronounce it. Um, it's it's salt water mixed with Band-Aid, uh, mixed with, like, hints of ash, mixed with, like, if you, like, left a cigar out for six months and it just rained and then you lit that cigar. Um, I hope it has medicinal purposes. Very medicinal. Not- it is very, it's, <laughs> it's all, the, it's you all from the, the medicines. Inside? I am I'm away from this. I am healed. I can walk again. Hallelujah. Um, you can walk on things. water now. And I could tea. probably walk on water with this shit. Um yeah, I threw, I threw it on the rocks because I, I kind of wanted I kind of wanted rocks. Um because I really shouldn't be drinking anyway, but I thought I'd take a sip of something for our inaugural episode of season hey. three. Drink to that. Cheers, my friend. <laughs> Cheers. Um, so that's what's in my glass. What's that was my mash? Um is all the things, really. Honestly, it it really is all the fucking things. Um, I I thought about this quite a bit uh, over the past few weeks and months, um, especially over the past few weeks. Uh, I was out of the country for most of it, and seeing how the rest of the world talks about the United States and sees the United States and feels about the United States oh, yeah. made me practically actually might have even gotten me sick. <laughs> um, but it made me sick to my stomach listening to people talk about on the news. And, and did you know? I didn't know this. There's a whole other world out there outside of the United States. There's Shut other continents. Yeah. There's yeah. other Get fucking the continents. There's <laughs> Africa. What? There's Asia. What? There's Europe. <laughs> did you know that it rains in South America too? That's the <laughs> I didn't know these fucking things. Door. I didn't fucking know. Full of lies. Exactly. I thought it was just Texas and New York City. And that's it. Texas, New York, America. There's nothing in between. There's literally like, and and, and in fact, there is literally nothing in between. That's why they're called the fucking flyover states. (laughs) But my my point is this. Um, We were talking a little earlier about Karens. um, And I remembered recently um, a conversation that my wife and I were listening to on our last cruise, not this past one, but our last, last cruise in 2019, this guy looked like Lindsey Graham and his wife looked like Paula Dean. Ooh. They were obviously well-off conservatives and they were sitting at a table on a cruise talking to other old wrinkly ass white people about Reagan. They were basically blowing Ronald Reagan. But By the way, this was 2019, not 1980 they were blowing ronald reagan guys i know he's your republican jesus but the right wing has lost their way let me let me rephrase that the right wing has never had their way this is an organization of people not a not a political party it's an organization of people who are hell-bent on one thing white male supremacy as a human i'm offended as a male i am deeply offended as a brown male i am 
homicidal at times over the fact that these people, despite the fact that they constantly lose elections, still have an enormous amount of power. This brings us to our main topic today. We're doing something a little different. We're still swigging. We're still rambling. We're still doing all the things. But we're going to talk about sex, baby. Yeah. We're going to talk about... My favorite topic! <laughs> we're going to talk about... Because it, it matters. In this country, women matter more than the Trump-supporting fucktards want to, to think they do. And you I... You fooled me based <laughs> on the mass media news. So, but that's also why we exist. To raise I mean, awareness about this very important subject, kids. Honestly, yeah. I mean, even... We had this conversation several years ago when Roe versus Wade was overturned, which was which was law. It was settled law and a Supreme Court that was installed by an unqualified spot waffle, spot waffle Trump, as we call him. Um, these three unqualified, my dog is more qualified than these judges, by the way, um, were installed illegally. They overturned despite under oath swearing that they would never overturn the law they overturned the law so joya and, and myself and several other people got together and said hey let's let's talk just last week some other dickhead in texas another judge who was appointed illegally because you have an uninst you have an unelected president who wasn't actually elected by the population of the of the united states but instead was elected by an electoral college hmm. um, so you have this judge who has no business being a judge or a person for that matter, and barely is a person, saying a 23-year-old pill that was approved by the FDA 23 years ago isn't safe because of, again, this insane ideology. So today we're talking about we're talking about sex, we're talking about women's rights, we're talking about women in the media, and I could not have a better panel for this. We're super. I'm super pleased. I'm going to turn it over. Let's let's talk. What is a sex positive belief? Let's start there. A sex positive belief. I mean, is that I mean, I can sum it up as as long as it's consensual and it's legal, we shouldn't be judging anyone. Um, we kind of embrace uh, if someone wants to, you know, ha live a different sexual lifestyle, whether that be they are very open and active into the BDSM community where that, you know, anyone who's watched 50 shades of gray knows a little bit about what BDSM, the BDSM community is. And sex positivity is essentially how I explain it, especially to my, my streaming viewers when I'm on something like Chatterbee and whatnot is, uh, <laughs> a man can go out to a bar or swipe right on Tinder and have all these hookups and he gets to brag about it to his friends and he gets high-fived, i.e. Andrew Tate, okay, on oh. certain things. But a woman does the exact same thing and she's labeled as a slut or a whore in a negative term. So sex positivity is us eliminating the term slut as a negative connotation and embracing the fact that it is okay to enjoy sex. It is okay to not want to get married. It is okay to want to not be monogamous. It is okay to want to indulge in say some uh, alternative lifestyle practices, whether it be the swinging community, whether it be polyamory, whether it be anything of that nature, 
why are we all judging and, and condoning someone just because we simply don't understand, or maybe it's not for us. You could be monogamous and want your white picket fence type of lifestyle with a husband. That's completely up to you. Why are we judging Susie on the other end who is focusing on her career, but she has sexual needs and she likes a variety of different partners. As long as she's being safe, as long as you know, everything is consensual and you're not engaging in anything illegal. Why do we not like what, what's the big deal? Why are we? Oh, fucking yes. High five girlfriend. Like, fuck yes. This is something. So I was raised in a very religious right-wing middle-class upbringing Mm -hmm. and yet this was one of the things in late middle school early high school I still just could never understand I there was a moment I'm like why does it matter what someone else does if they're consenting adults and And now let me ask you a question you were raised in a in a religious household I'm assuming and whatnot were you also made to believe that it, you had to dress a certain way. If you did, you were the one that like, it was the guy, it was the boy's fault for giving you attention. If you wore say a mini skirt or something that day, like you had to dress. Like it was our job as the women in religious households. Cause I am literally the product of a family who was too strict in religion. And I deterred to the far, far, far away. <laughs> of it. But were were labeled in history. I mean, I'm not sure if that was the same with your household. It's just I asked that question because when someone starts that conversation out that they were in a religious household, just like me, we all come together. Like, yeah, I was told that I couldn't show cleavage, that I couldn't, you know, I had to wear a skirt that was below my knees, and I was distracting to Johnny or something in that nature. And oh, yeah. it's no, like it was it was definitely always on the woman yeah. for. You know, I had these great pair of boots. I w- I'm a boot person. I love my fucking boots, okay? They are a piece of clothing. They are footwear. And yet, because they came to my calf or almost to my knee, they were labeled as, quote-unquote, stripper boots. And they would cause my brothers in Christ to have, quote-unquote, sinful thoughts. Mm-hmm. And that was on me. I was supposed to not let my brothers in Christ falter or stumble and have impure thoughts about me because of my fucking goddamn footwear right exactly come on they're a pair of boots so i mean I I, 11 it's it's just been from the beginning of time essentially at least in my own head and in my narrative of how i'm looking at things is it's always been anti-sex with women Oh, yeah. but men can act however they want men can do the want. hell you can even bring up the free the nipple movement that people tried to have because the whole argument was how come a dude can take his shirt off at yeah. the beach and you know I, and I can say this because I'm a I I'm a plus size woman myself but like there are some men who are plus size who have probably you know a nice a or b cup themselves but they can take their top off but because men and yes, maybe women as well, because we felt we felt like we had to men sexualized cleavage just goes all the way back to Tudor time where look at the dresses that they wore back in the day, you couldn't show leg, but your tits and that corset had to be popping out for you yep. to see your voluptuousness in a sense, men were sexualizing titties when literally titties were meant to breastfeed, they're meant to feed yeah. And, like, and keep life going because it's before formula was involved how do you think babies were were nursed and stuff like that it wasn't bambi bringing over some oat milk in a sense and pouring it into like your kid's mouth so 
the fact that, I mean, and, and, you know, I love my boobs and yes, do I sexualize my own boobs, but that's also part of my job. You know, if I think if time well before me didn't sexualize titties, I'd have to just rely on the, the below parts <laughs> for my job in a sense. So, um, it's just the fact that, I myself and so many other people either in the industry or the lifestyle that I live because I live a very slut positive lifestyle. I'm literally nicknamed Jersey's number one slut for a reason. And I speak about slut positivity. My husband and I live a completely different lifestyle. We are swingers and we're poly. We're not monogamous. You know, we date other people. We date people together. I've been in orgies. I've been in so many things. And let me tell you something, the community of the sex positive people, whether it's sex workers, which is an industry that I'm in as well, and whether it's a lifestyle, those people are the best people to be around because they are open-minded. They're not closed-minded and everyone is more accepting of each other. And it is a harmonious community. Mm. Um, Yeah. That was something that actually piqued my interest and just kickstarted my thought process into gear was one, when I lived in New Zealand and I learned that prostitution was legal there, Mm -hmm. I'm like, Oh, that's interesting. It's just part of their everyday normal life. And also then when I went to Amsterdam, where it is also legal and it is red light district, and it's just a <laughs> fucking part of life mm-hmm. because why not? It is, it has been part of history throughout centuries, throughout millennia is sex work and women utilizing their bodies for all sorts of reasons. And men will always use that as well so why not make it safer and more regulated and just normalized i mean look at nevada nevada while it's outside of vegas there's five i believe five counties that it is regulated um for legalized prostitution the women who work in these brothels are not just coming right off of you know being like hey i want a room here you have to be registered with this with the state so the state is making that extra income you are required to be tested and stuff like that these brothels are now held to you know a higher standard and you you never hear really of anything major happening in terms of when these same politicians are trying to dictate to us what we can do with our bodies and stuff like that. Cause I'm all about legalizing prostitution. I am, I'm, I'm all about legalizing. If it's my body, my choice, we need to go to the fullest extent of that. You want to regulate it and help make it safe. I 110% agree with that. Right. Cause you do need to make sure that, you know, big brothers getting their cut of taxing and funding and stuff like that. I get that, but you also want to keep people safe and that's 100% the main priority. Um, but look at these politicians who tell you, no, you can't get abortions. No, you can't be prostitution. How many of those politicians that can pull things up that they either have paid for abortions for mistresses mistresses, and how many of them have also, uh, pay for, for escorts. Yeah. I mean, how many of these, People that are in the politics are males. They are not women. Yes, they have their mistresses, their abortions, their affiliations. They aren't fucking women. And yet it is men constantly throughout the centuries trying to control and shut down women's bodies and women's rights. Absolutely. And those men are fucking cunts because let me tell you something. We, 
the community is getting, we're getting exhausted. And I'm not just, I mean, I'm talking about the sex worker community and which obviously is a diversified community, but we are all in this together in a sense of, you know, we're so tired of all these laws that pertain to our bodies and stuff like that that's going on. I mean, you think about the current sex workers who are in these states, you know, who they are losing complete complete rights over their entire body and what they want to do. And their body is essentially also what they do for work. And I'm not necessarily talking about escorting. I'm talking about when they do collaborations or they do filming for adult films and things of that nature. This is a serious issue that I can guarantee you, you pull up a fucking politician's computer or laptop, go into their browser history and tell me that they don't watch fucking porn. Yeah. So, Absolutely. so oh, it's interesting. I'm going to, I'm going to jump in for just a second all right we forgot a male was in the room right yeah, we did. i will we, we i will speak vibing the two redheads I will, in the I will speak um what really concerns me and again i, I come back to and it's not just one thing it's yes sex work is important um and should be safe and should be legal end of story there there, there really isn't a debate there to me there isn't a, a debate my concern is you talk about these people, and I say these people, I'm speaking specifically about a very specific type of person. Earlier, we talked a little bit about religion. I, I actually find myself less and less tolerant of religion, period. I grew up in a Christian household in Memphis, Tennessee. Southern Baptists, we were not super conservative as a family. Right. Mother was born you know, and raised Catholic. My father, Jehovah's Witness, um, but we were allowed to make up our minds, so to speak. However, the church, the church was different when I was younger. It was not. I also went to black churches. I think that is, is that, that. And again, I, I don't want to make this about race, but it it's a difference between when I was in Memphis, Tennessee, growing up in Baptist churches versus when I moved to Arizona in my high school years, going to wealthy middle class and i don't i say wealthy i mean five six seven hundred thousand dollar homes right. where the teenagers were driving bmws and hummers and before they were a thing um wealthy high schools and and again these were all relatively white neighborhoods okay. um so the the difference of the two churches themselves was very stark to me it was very shocking to me right. um and in fact everyone that i um, everyone that I, you know, had communicated with in my in my youth in Arizona eventually became Trumpers. Mm. So so there's a there there is a difference. There is a there is a group of people in this country who think that it is okay to ban books by black authors. And they're the same people who are banning abortion pills who are banning access to safe medical. And again, I want to make sure abortion is not a thing. It's a medical procedure, whether it's a pill, what, whatever it is, it's a medical procedure. And they're not just doing any, you mentioned women multiple times, both of you, but we're not talking, I'm not just talking about women. These are the same people who I'm reading an article now on Newsweek about West Virginia, which is a backwards fucking dumbass state where they're, pro-child marriage. Jesus yeah. fuck! They're, this this asshole, I believe there should be exceptions for 
for 16 or 17 with parental consent. But at the same time, that person, I guarantee you, would never say, oh, you can vote at 16 or 17, right. even with parental consent. Or drink at or drink. 16 or 17. Right. So there's a hypocrisy amongst religious voters. There's a hypocrisy amongst conservative voters about literally everything. I have yet to find, and again, I'm happy to have a conversation with a conservative who is intelligent. And I'm sorry, I, I have to be honest. If you come on and you can talk intelligently without praising Trump, without praising the lunacy of January 6th, without praising some of the bullshit that's been going on, and you actually have genuine conservative ideas, which are small government, fiscal responsibility, blah, 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 all the crap that they've been spouting for you know, all, the, all, all the years. That's one thing. But I haven't seen a sane conservative in decades. Right. So these are the people who are banning access to health care. But at the same time, they are pro-child marriage, yep. pro-child having guns. Mm -hmm. And to your point, Danielle, when you mentioned earlier, about um, alluding to the to the Nashville shooting and them saying that they were, I, I believe they were trans. I believe that was the that's the new issue. When you said the the most recent shooting, it's funny. It's not even the most recent shooting. Yeah, <laughs> oh, another one. When we were when we were talking about that, I was like, oh my god, yeah. I forgot about it's Louisville. Not even and... the most recent one. <laughs> yeah, there have been several. Yeah. At I least two, maybe three. Well, that's the funny that thing is, is, is those conservatives keep going back to just, they're just going back to, you know, the one where there's, they're, oh, trans people and they can't, you know, can't be doing like, uh, they're the worst people and they're bringing them into like the drag shows and stuff like that. But they're not focusing, like I said earlier, is that is so not the fucking point here because you keep going back to that shooting and not recognizing that there were other shootings going on. And you also are not recognizing that look at the fucking track record of the mass shootings and you'll see that it's just, it's diversified there's only one common fucking denominator and that is an assault rifle and that yeah. they have got their hands on multiple ones sometimes multiple forms of things you know grenades and things of that nature and stuff like that like this is like are we not seeing that that is a fucking problem well they they don't care and oh again, yeah no they they willingly turned a blind eye and continually like they only jumped on the trans bandwagon because it wasn't about guns just like they jump on the mental health wagon oh it's a prosperous rich middle young aged white male they have mental health issues but instead of fixing the goddamn mental health issue healthcare system they're right. like, oh no, it's it's just that problem. You know, this person deserves a pass. Where when it's you know a young black male, they're like, nope, he's a black male. He's gonna kill everyone. Yep. In, instead of then focusing on you know the trans or the mental health care issues or any yeah. anything else. I mean, look, our own country doesn't even take care of our vets. Okay, you've got high suicidal rates of vets and. You know, vets um, acting out in a sense of, you know, and deeply, deeply struggling, rightfully so, because of the shit that they see 
when we deploy them and, and the conditions that they go into sometimes unnecessary conditions, but that's a whole other fucking topic for oh, yes. certain things we get ourselves involved in and you put our troops through that don't, but that's just simple. Don't, but if you can't even take care of your, of your vets and vets can't get jobs and vets are homeless and vets are suffering from PTSD and things of that nature. What, what makes us think that we're going to even work on the people who haven't sacrificed, you know, they're, they're serving their country in that aspect of it. You know what I mean? I mean, everyone is equal and entitled to it, but let's be honest, you know, you're sending soldiers over and seeing some pretty hardcore shit. We should be taking care of them because they are keeping us safe, you know, in that aspect of it. If we're not going to protect them. There's no way that they're going to protect anyone, you know, who is not uh, in the armed forces. So all these mental health issues go unnoticed. You've got people that are just blaming, you know, oh, no one's really depressed. No one's really this suck it up buttercup. You know, God forbid you even put it out there and you admit it. I mean, you can see on social media, on TikTok, when people are like, they're showing you an inside glimpse into their home and showing you how, hey, look at my home was messy because I've been depressed for two weeks. I haven't been able to get out of bed. And the hateful comments that come from that, and you can just tell, as soon as you go into their profiles that there's a common theme of these type of people who don't care about mental health. They care about their guns. They don't care about women's bodies and they do not care about the LGBTQ community at all. Well, I think mindedness is mind blowingly infuriating. They are just like, no, I'm going to think my one thing. And no matter what, information or facts yeah. or statistics are presented to me i am just gonna think this one thing because that's what i've decided to think so it's it's interesting we talk about thought i don't i don't think i've seen a conservative think in a while oh, I, mean, good point. I, I, I go back to this article real quick i want to read just a, a quick snippet <clears throat> In West Virginia, opponents of the legislation, and again, we're talking about a ban on child marriage. In West Virginia, opponents of the legislation said that an outright ban on children under 18 marrying was overly restrictive and ignored social norms in the more rural parts of the state. What the fuck? And this guy, Jim Butler, were socially conservative and traditional state in my observation, People simply grow up differently, he said later. Some 16-year-olds, for example, are much more mature than others. And I just want to point out that when it comes to child marriage, anyone under the age of 18 getting married, 90% of the time it is the girl. And I'm not not a woman. Girl. girl. Being probably forced into a marriage with some ultra-conservative douchebag in a rural bucktooth part of the state. And that's every state. We have conservatives in California. You drive into the Central Valley where there's farmers. And again, we're not talking about small family-owned farms. We're talking about multi-million dollar conglomerates who have paid for farmers to um, grow um, drought. Um, not drought. Um, the opposite of drought is my brain is fried. Oasis. No. Um, Water. Saturated? Monsoon. Monsoon crops. <laughs> Soon crops, oh, require, <laughs> like rice and alfalfa where it requires oh. 10 times the water than a normal crop does um so monsoon crops so um you know we grow a shit ton of almonds we grow a shit ton of other stuff here in california you're welcome by the way the rest of america we grow most of your food 
Um, Very true. But you go through and they're like, oh, well, fuck Newsom, blah, blah, blah. Fuck, you know, the Democrats, fuck this, fuck that. Um, I want to be clear. And I, I really don't think I can be much more clear than this. Women are not your plaything. Girls are not your plaything. If you think it's okay to force a child into marriage, but not let her make her own decisions about her body when it comes to a forced pregnancy, you're not a conservative. You're a piece of shit. You're not a free thinker. You're not conservative. You're not born different. You're not traditional. You're not rural. You're a fucking piece of shit. It must be said, because I heard briefly, I didn't even see the full interview. I literally briefly heard, um, I guess it was a 60-minute interview, where instead of slapping the shit out of this unmitigated asshat, Marjorie Taylor Greene, they let her go on the the news and say that Democrats are the pedophiles. Oh, for fuck off. <sighs> no, Republicans, Republican voters, conservative voters, and some independents, unfortunately, you're the pedophiles. You're the worst people that have ever existed on the planet because there's no excuse for you. There was marginally an excuse a few hundred, even a few thousand years ago when we didn't know anything. Now we know things. We have science. We have medicine. We have tele uh, microscopes. We know things. We can prevent things. The fact that you're out there denying children, female children, science, you're denying them education, you're denying them medicine, doesn't make you free thinkers, doesn't make you socially conservative. It makes you murderers. <laughs> Oh, and if you want to come on and you want to call me out, please do. Because yeah. I'll knock your fucking one single tooth that's left. I'll knock it out. You're snagging. I got into my personal social media. And this is where, because you, you mentioned having a conversation with a conservative, a conservative, right? And that they'll, they won't change their way of thinking. Don't bring up Trump. Don't bring up this, blah, blah. I posted on my personal social media on my Facebook page that because um, my husband and I have been recently obsessed with, which we can't even believe we don't remember, but we were obviously younger during that time. But Waco, Texas, right? You got the documentaries that are coming out about uh, David or what I forget what his last name was. Or David Koresh. Yes, thank you. And obviously, some shady shit was going down and stuff like that. And I posted about watching, and I said one of the biggest things that baffles me isn't even just like the religious group and him having multiple wives and stuff like that. It was the fact that because he was recruiting people who had had their own like teenage daughters as well, like two of his wives were 14 because Texas law allows you to marry at 14 with parental consent. And because the parents were part of his church group, they wanted to make this Messiah happy. So they were willingly consenting. And there was, cause when the ATF went in there, there was nothing they were going to be able to do about the at least the four it was like one one or two girls that were 14 years old because technically their parents had given them consent and they had gotten married and stuff like that so even as young as 14 years old in a sense so i posted about that and this person who i gotta be honest i considered a friend right i i did know they were they were a Trump supporter, you could tell, but they weren't an in-your-face Trump supporter type of thing. So I in the back of my head I had I've known this person for years. 
like we're talking years, like middle school, right. Type of thing. So I'm like, everyone's entitled. It's the beauty of our country. We can, we have free will and we can vote however we want. Yada, yada. And he's always been, he was kind of the, the dude that shocks you that he's a Trump supporter. Right. So we've never talked politics together, nothing like that. And I post that and I was like, how, like, what type of fucking state allows that? And I made, I was like, oh, of course, you know, like it's Texas, you know, just like Florida and everything like that. And he came at me. It was all of these years, 20 some years of friendship. I'm sorry, like 15 years of friendship out the fucking window because he just was so like, I don't understand the problem. They had parental consent. And I was like are you fucking kidding me? I was like, oh, you're probably the same person that would think that if this 15 year old girl got knocked up and something like an ectopic pregnancy was going on that she could die from, she's barely lived her life. She's only fucking 15 that she should still be forced to have the baby. And he was like, well, there's medical technology now that can save her. And I was like, there's nothing that can save a woman from an ectopic pregnancy. I want to put that out there right now. There's no miracle cure or anything that you can do. It's literally growing on the outside of your fucking tubes. You know what I mean? There's nowhere. It's not in your uterus, you know, type of thing. Like you, no. you got to fucking, or I'm sorry, it's in your tube. I got it backwards. I'm sorry. It's in your tube. It's, it's not in your womb. It's in your tube. That's not <laughs> yeah. fucking viable. I get heated. I get, I get Anyone myself who off. Thinks you but can grow that this, embryo yeah. and do an offspring. But this friendship now just, I mean, it turned into you can't argue with a conservative because guess what? I didn't say anything mean. Like I didn't, like I dropped, my favorite words is cunt. Okay. I didn't curse him out, nothing. And all I said was, wow, so-and-so, I can't believe we're having this conversation out of years of knowing you. I said, I'm very disappointed in you. My posts got flagged and I got put in Facebook jail for bullying and harassment because he didn't, he didn't like that I said that in a sense. And I, I even tried to appeal it because I was like, what in here is bullying and harassment? I just, I can't believe you would, fuck. he should be the one that is like, hello, he agrees on a 14 year old girl. He's <laughs> advocating <laughs> child marriage over there. Exactly. And what unfortunately, you know, it, 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 this happens so quickly and it's like, it's sad because you're starting to see people that you knew in middle school, high school, maybe early college years who are now they're changing. You know what I mean? They're, and you're like, you're seeing posts on social media and you're like, what, wait a minute. You want us to go back into handmaid's time tale? Like, what are you like? It, um, it's just, so I, I, I hope you find a conservative that can argue with you. I would love, yeah. I would love it. It's, but again, <laughs> it, intelligible and someone who actually understands concepts. Yes. Like talking to a wall isn't going to help. Um, I, I but you mentioned stop listening to the show sometime in the middle, early first season. Oh yeah. A hundred percent. Um, so you mentioned social media. I want to unpack that in a second. Speaking of social media, I actually, luckily I purged not even during the Trump years, even before the Trump years, the last years of the Obama years, almost all of my people who didn't see, and again, I'm a very open person. I can believe a lot of things. Right. I don't just buy one book on one subject. I want to read it all. I want to learn it all. Right. I want to understand it. I don't just want to be able to regurgitate facts, although that's fun when I'm at trivia and I can get them all. That's 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 a lot of fun. But I want to understand. Mm-hmm. Someone please help me understand social media today. As oh. a as a as a person who's on social media a lot, unfortunately, I haven't been on much lately, but 
you know, we're, we're social, we're social people as, as humans, as, as modern Americans, we have to be on social media because if we're not, then how will anybody know what we had for dinner? You know? <laughs> Um, well, let's... we'll know what we had for dinner and that it was delicious <laughs> and wonderful. And also, Justin, do you not realize you're just opening a can of worms? Yes. And that this is so let's, multiple so let's talk... episode arc. Let's talk about social media and oh, let's God. talk about sex in social media. Because, well, it's on topic and, and it's written on the, the outline. So <laughs> who wrote the outline, Justin? Who wrote the outline? Actually, I basically just copied Danielle's answers. <laughs> and then pasted it into the outline. So let's. Um, um, so one of the questions that we asked was, "Are women represented in a sexist manner in the media?" Um, and her response was, "They can be, but it's not always a bad thing. Sex isn't something that should be looked at negatively." Let's unpack that, if you don't mind. Sure. So you have to understand that my brand, Daniel Banks, which I'm sure if your listeners can't already pick up on it. I'm a cam model. I'm an adult entertainer. So, cause I'm a jack of all trades in the industry, right? I'm a dabble into a whole bunch of different things. It, I don't see the negativity in sexualizing the human body because like I said earlier, sex is meant for pleasure, kinks and fetishes, as long as it's legal and consensual, I, I don't care if you are into a foot fetish, if you are into someone who enjoys getting spanked or things of that nature, I don't give a shit. I welcome it, you know, type of thing. But being sexualized isn't necessarily a negative thing when it's consensual and you're in control of it. And that's what I basically mean, because you have to understand my brands. I'm, I'm on constant social media. I'm barely on my personal social media. Like that's people posting what they ate for dinner and things like that. That's not me. I'm almost always on the Daniel bank social media platforms. So I have taken control of how people sexualize me and I have the reins of that. So I get to control the thoughts when I'm putting a caption under a particular photo, I'm I should say controlling the majority of the thoughts because, you know, I'm controlling what's being put out there in a sense for the most part. And I don't see why, why, and you can maybe have a difference of opinion on this, but why, why are we saying that sexualizing is terrible? We should be sex. If the woman is consensual and doesn't mind it and she's, she's into her sexuality, why is sexualizing bad then? I think the trouble comes with the hypocrisy of sexualization yep that's mm, mm, that's where <laughs> fucking gets me saying okay the the one example off the top of my fucking head right now and i have not really thought about this in depth but breastfeeding mm-hmm. that is what breasts were created for by i don't know whoever created such things they are a means of okay. producing food and sustenance to offspring. It was, it was yet, God. Oh, yeah, to God, whatever. Um, and yet, breasts have been sexualized by the media, but it's it's such a weird... Female of, breasts. Female yes, breasts. Female breasts. Excellent point. Female breasts have been... It's a weird sort of inverse of oh my God, this person is breastfeeding in public. That's so indecent. And yet they could be breastfeeding right next to a giant billboard, very sexualizing, I don't know, some sort of clothing company or a sports drink company. Anything Kim Kardashian does. Yes, exactly. (laughs) There you go. So in the 
in the sense that it is selling something, <laughs> selling a product, selling a brand, that's totally fine and, and acceptable. But if you are utilizing the breasts in the way in which they were created for their own function, you know. Right. Now, now there, the there's there's part- generation of humanity. Oh my God, fuck off. That's so indecent. That's just, uh, I'm gonna, that's awful. If it's okay, I'm going to share some images Ooh. from a report that oh. Julia, myself, several other people began quite a few years ago. And this, this actually kind of ties back into how we connected Danielle and how, how we've wound up in this particular conversation. As beverage influencers, and I hate that term influencers, but that's kind of what we have to be these days because that's what you have to be. Um, Previously, it started off as a conversation when I was writing some emails for a whiskey group on Facebook. And several of the people in the group were posting images that were being flagged. And so I spoke with several of the people and I was like, let me... Let's unpack this. Let's talk about this in an email. So we sent out an email survey to the group right. and, said, and copied some of the pictures and said, hey, what do you think about these pictures? Should we should we do this? And it was a, to be honest, it was a widely male group. Yeah. And all of them said, yeah, bring it on more and more and more. It's fine. Right. <laughs> so some colleagues uh, and myself, we sat down and we talked about in the beverage media space, sex in the media, mm-hmm. specifically to the beverage media space. So I, with, with permission, I'm going to show pictures. I'm not, not a creeper, I promise. These have been on our drive for many years. Full consent. Sounds <laughs> uh, very important, kids. So you, these are from Instagram, mostly Instagram. Um, some of them are... are ah. Yeah. Like, oh, this is kind of funny. I actually kind of think this one's funny. Um, Looks like some guy I know from... New York, <laughs> um, but with so, Mickey Mouse ears on. Oh, I think I hit the wrong button. Um, so one of the interesting things about these images is, and I think this might be, at least it was my issue and some of my other colleagues' issues, which is we work as as content creators in a different space. We work in the beverage space. So I post about whiskey. I talk about whiskey. I post a picture about whiskey. Right. I don't have a body like this, so it's not going to do me any good to post something like this. Hey, Justin, don't sell yourself short. I you don't have the size for it. your booty in some lacy sneakers. And- we, have, we have actually spoken about doing a male calendar. I'd love to get Danielle's perspective on that um, later. But um, even people that we've actually worked with, they'll post things that are, it just doesn't seem... Uh, what's the word? I, 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 and again, I'm, I'm struggling for the words, but I'm not really sure what I'm supposed to be looking at here. Do and you this know was- what my immediate thought is? Looking at this drive full of goddamn fucking photos. Uh-huh. My initial thought is, where are the males? Where are the men? Where are the sexy, flirty, cheeky lads posting? ridiculously inappropriately in most cases with a beverage with a cocktail with a bottle of bourbon with an rtd these are okay i think i saw 
two. Hold on. Okay, there's, now it's three. There, there are five. some. I promise you there now are. Here we, go. we reached the male aspect. But one. honestly, we were scrolling for about 20 seconds and it was all women. And again, I want to be clear. I'm not solo on putting this drive together. Um, this was a, a group effort. And also we struggled yes. to find men who were not dressed. There's like four. Oh yeah, no, these guys are are fully clothed. They're um, they're wearing shirts and pants. Yeah. So and again, it's like, what what exactly are we selling with this? Sucks. Oh wait, no. Well, I mean, I mean you're, you're selling sex sells, but I mean, let's also be honest, particularly with any type of adult beverage type of scenario. What you know, what goes hand in hand with the things, you know, going out to the bar or going out on a date, having some cocktails, feeling good, maybe having drunken sex and, and that nature. But the thing that these companies forget is that women also buy your products. You know what I mean? In a sense, or it takes two to fucking have that drunken sex, you know, yep. so what is the appeal for the men? I'll tell you right now, you could have a dude facing the other direction. Like, okay, picture that dude who has the water in the background right now. But picture him turned around, fully naked, just his butt so you can show it on Instagram. Because obviously, you know, we're not showing female genitalia. So let's not show the male genitalia, right? But he could be literally facing behind like he just got out of the pool dripping wet. And I would be like, what beer is that? I need it. And yet no <laughs> one is doing that. No so, one is doing that. Right, it's because, always I mean, women. Exactly. But little do they know. I mean, especially wine companies. This was just I disturbing mean, on many levels. <laughs> awkward what yeah. um no i agree i um i 100 percent agree um where are the men uh and in fact some colleagues and i talked and i'd love to get your take on this and as a serious question mm-hmm. we talked about putting together a male calendar literally just recreating images that we saw on social media mm-hmm. this was the one i was going to do as myself beard okay. or not well I mean, perfect. But the counter that I have to any of this is just looking at some of these. It's not like some of these are posted by the actual brand people. Some of these are posted, it looks like, from maybe a a content creator. (laughs) These are all all content creators Um, because it's very funny. But it's different, though. And that's where we that's where that whole uh, uh, can can we be um, uh, Oh my God, what was the terminology we were talking? I just said it, uh, the sexification of people or whatever, in a sense, if your brand, if you choose that you want that to be your brand, that's where you take it, the objectification back. Like we're essentially taking back years and years and years of men who were just going to put our bodies on as advertisers. And now when you created these only fan websites and other things like that, this is allowing us to take how we are perceived and our sec and, and how we kind of, uh, our, our slutification in a sense, like we're kind of having control of that. So if that's, if you were showing me something that was more brand related and not just content creators, I have to disagree. The content creators, that's, that's them. Let them take back, like, let them, um, post what they want in a sense it's not necessarily objectification because they're doing it themselves that's what they want to do for their brand and they're essentially making bank off of that so the same thing that 
male advertisers used to do before the invention of content creating where they would throw up, you know, uh, hot girls and the Hooter girls on the TV or hell, even the, the, the guest gene girls and stuff like that. They were, they might've been paid as a model in a sense, but that was it. And then the brand and bat, the people that were doing the ads, the companies are making the money. If these women who are now content creators who are in charge of their own brand, they're not just a hired outside source model. What's wrong with that? There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. And as I'm going to be blunt. Yeah. It took me a while to realize that. Mm. Mostly because my wife beat me over the head. Mm. Um, That's a good woman. <laughs> yeah, she's she's amazing. Um, but my, my question was, I work hard. Not really a question. My issue was, I work hard to put together good content. But I can't compete with this. Because the brands, believe it or not, they're still flocking to these people. They'll send them product super quick. Right. And they'll pay them for, because it's, it's not about the brand image mm-hmm. for them. They can right. still send somebody product and just wash their hands and they do, and they have, and they still are. Right. So my, my point is now having learned multiple things over the past few years and many things, even today, why don't we embrace this a little bit better? Mm-hmm. And just be let, and again, I, I mentioned this because in Europe when I was a few weeks ago, um, we are so fucking prudish in this country. Yes. Not just, not just prudish to the point of like, oh, look, that's scandalous, but I mean, prudish to ridiculous, where it's okay to marry, force a child into an, force a child to get pregnant and marry a 40 year old man when she's a teenager, when she's a child. Right. We're okay with that. But whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's let's pull those skirts down. I never thought my wife has explained so many things to me mm-hmm. about why she'll she'll take her keys out four months before she gets to her car. Mm-hmm. I I don't give a shit. I'm a six foot brown guy. What do I, I I'll walk out? I don't it never dawned on me to protect myself. Right. In certain ways. She's like, Oh, I think about this, 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 and this before I even leave the house. I'm like, it's never even dawned on me. Never even yep. crossed my mind. Like I wouldn't even think of that. The key so, between the fingers and I carry a small thing of hairspray because women aren't even allowed to defend themselves because uh, pepper spray, at least in my state, is illegal. Fuck off. Oh. Jesus. Oh. Mm-hmm. So I carry an Aquacan travel spray because it'll it's still going to burn the eyes in a sense. And I mean, it's... Wrong. That's just another prime example, but send me your address. Science. Send me your address. You got pepper spray. Pepper spray in someone's eyes, it's gonna burn. I have literally had this argument. I actually had it with a law enforcement officer, and I said we were chatting at the bar, and I said, "I can I ask you a question?" I was like, "If I was being sexually assaulted, and I end up spraying, and then I called the police, and the person came, or maybe someone was witnessing it, called the police, and whatever," and I said. Um, would I be charged? Like what officer is really going to charge me when someone was like rip, trying to rip my clothes off and assault me? And he goes, well, I wouldn't. And I was like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> you just said hey. you And he was like, you have some officers who would at the same time also charge you for possession of like, um, I think it's a misdemeanor, but it's like still something that you'd have to battle in a sense. Now, someone like me who's feisty, <laughs> if that were to happen to me, uh, don't, 
don't underestimate me. Not only will I be writing fucking letters to senators and and call be like showing up on on doorsteps, but I mean, um, I would be having news stations involved and everything because that's just fucking ridiculous. Luckily, I haven't really heard of any stories in Jersey about that, but yes, it is illegal to have pe- to use pepper spray on someone, which is just fucking bollocks. And yep. also, huh, brings back to mind the whole misconception by males about the female body and that these are the people that are in charge mm-hmm. for some godforsaken reason of creating the laws and regulations about what we can and cannot do and yep. yet jesus what was it back in 2012 mm-hmm. that jackass was he a senator i don't remember i fucking blocked it out it made me so angry it's like oh no if it wasn't a legitimate pregnancy your body can just shut that shit down Yes. Fuck off. That is Legit- not leg- how legit- that legitimate works. rape. And yet yeah. there are people in the highest levels of government well, creating laws around us because of their misconceptions. Yeah. Also, so which to, to bring trickles that- back right down to fucking grade school and not having proper sexual education. Absolutely. And so that's why if you are, if you even follow a little bit of even just my Twitter and, and whatnot and follow, you know, especially with the recent documentary on Pornhub, essentially that came out all the performers that have been on there and stuff like that. Um, you, if you're, you're seeing us, um, all take back, essentially we're fighting back, you know, we're like, wait a minute. No, you know, content creators that live in certain States where they're just losing all rights, their body and stuff like that. I mean, the beautiful thing about social media is we're all made aware of it and we're here to support. And so we're coming in numbers now, you know, and you're seeing it with the uprising of everything that's going on. Um, with everything between the Pornhub documentary, between everything with the hush money that was sent to Stormy Daniels and stuff like that. Like I have watched Stormy Daniels. Alle- on- allegedly. Oh, allegedly. Sorry. Oh, God. No, you're right. <laughs> but I mean, I follow Stormy Daniels on Twitter and I saw, I saw how hard, how hard conservatives were coming after her and calling, slut her, calling her a whore, saying she was only as good as her dried up pussy and stuff like that. And just the most vile, vile, like assuming she had daddy issues, assuming that she wasn't married and stuff like that. And, you know, I watched her as she pretty much, first of all, she had probably the most entertaining responses to some of those people. And I think she handled the responses to people very classy and look at, look at what came out. Everyone kept calling her when, you know, there was talks about the indictment, what weeks before the indictment even happened in a sense. And each week it didn't happen. It was like, she was just taking it, taking it, taking it because of course that was fueling you know, the Trump supporters of she's a liar, she's a whore, yada, yada. And we all kept supporting as a community because we were like, like, this is, this isn't, you're not going to have such a high profile case in a sense like this. And we were there to like help her in a sense. But when it broke about the indictment, so many of those Trump supporters were like, we were like, where are you guys at now in a sense? But that's using you're used, that's essentially part of sex and social media because these are sex workers on social media. You know what I mean? Like you're, we're, we're, we're basically using the powers of Twitter, Instagram, despite Instagram fucking hating sex workers, but they'll allow Playboy because Playboy monetizes them uh, to show nipples. But God forbid you show a skimpy bikini, but your nipples are covered. If you're not having millions of followers, your account's gone. Like it's, now you're getting me off on another tangent. <laughs> 
of that. But it's, I think if you look at the use of social media with sex workers, you're seeing, you're going to be seeing a lot of changes that are coming and a lot of, a lot of noise that is going to be had, especially with the fact that, yeah, we've always had to fight, um, you know, this, uh, basically anti-porn people or anti-adult work people in a sense, but now you're starting to impact, you know, what we can do with our own bodies, like to the fullest extent, talking about putting women, you know, being murdered and stuff like that. Like, because it would be, I mean, I don't believe you, if you sentence a woman to execution for a miscarriage or to get an abortion, you're murdering her. So that's, that's not justice in me. So yeah, no, it's not fucking pro-life. It is pro-control and fuck women in all of the ways possible. Mm-hmm. Well, as a as a man. <laughs> as a man. I love I love fucking with you guys. Um how do I put this? When you punish the victim more than you do the perpetrator, mm-hmm. which is what conservative America is about. Mm-hmm. They love to victimize themselves. Look at Donald Trump. And I hate saying that word. He is the perpetual victim. He's the constant, consummate victim. I'm not even talking about since 2015 when he craw- crawled out of his fucking reality TV shell. He's always been the victim. Right. Oh, they made fun of my dad. His dad was a piece of shit pimp. His mother was a filthy piece of shit these are not people who we should be emulating these are people we should be imprisoning Mm -hmm. and again i i say that because it's it's not a oh trump's gonna die soon and then people are gonna stop people are gonna take that mantra of oh i'm the i'm the victim because the blacks are against me the women are against me the gays are against me. The trans are against me. The whoever's against me. Right. In the 2000s, it was the Arabs. I used to have conversations with black friends and they're like, dude, thank you for, you know, for the towers because it took the heat off of us for a while. I'm not even kidding. Eeks. These are the conversations I was having in the early 2000s. While I was getting pulled off of flights with military grade hardware pointed at my face. Yeah. Sir, would you come with us? Of course I will. What the fuck? What am I going to say? No? Yeah. Um, but I'm not a victim. Right. Just a, just a dude <laughs> in 2002. Like, it is what it is. Now, I don't have the ability to reproduce in the same way that women do. So I have no idea. And I probably will never have an idea unless I wind up. And honestly, I compare it to prison. Honestly, these days, in my mind, being a woman is essentially being a potential prisoner. Whether physically or emotionally, that's how I started to think about it. Because you have no control over your bodies. Yeah. That is pathetic to me. It is sickening and it is pathetic. And it is basically state institutionalized rape. And I feel like... I feel like there's some things we should be doing about this. So yeah, I just, I, I feel like there's a lot more to unpack here. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to throw out the first season three, episode one, re-invitation 
to have Danielle come back. She's going to come ah. back and we're going to, we're going to solve this shit. We're, we're going to, we're going to get Nobel prizes. Ambitious, e- Justin. Episode Ambitious. six, season three, we will be in Sweden. I feel like it's Sweden accepting Nobel prizes. We're going to live stream that shit. Nobel I mean, prize, Nobel prize for sex.com. Can thing. I wear like a slutty dress while I'm doing like accepting it? Because I think you. that would be epic. First, <laughs> first, first of all, with my hooker boots. <laughs> yeah, uh. I never, I never understood the the term stripper boots or hooker boots. I just don't. I it doesn't. Well, first of all, you wear what you want because I'm not a Republican, so you wear whatever you want. <laughs> um. Yeah. So so yeah. Let's let's unpack this again. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna come up with some solutions, some solutions, ladies and gentlemen. Um, for those conservatives out there, if you are listening, you know what? Shoot us a message. Shoot us an, uh, an email. Shoot us a tweet. Put up a bad signal. Let let us know what your thoughts are. We'd love to actually hear from you. Um, we will be reaching out to some people and saying we'd love to have somebody come on and and talk to us and have a real dialogue. If you come on just to shame women, um, I'm okay. gonna slap the shit out of you. Um, that being said. Uh, Danielle, send me your information. You've got some pepper spray coming to, to you. Um, oh, thank you. <laughs> we'll send it to you. <laughs> I don't, I'm, you I've shipped so many illegal yeah, things in this country. It. Yeah, it's coming. Um, so yeah, we're gonna we're gonna sign off. Uh, where can we find you, uh, Danielle? Yeah. So my Twitter is um, uh, double life wife and the number one. Um, just because. I guess there was another double life life before yours truly. Um, uh, my uh, Instagram is my podcast Instagram, which is about the swinging lifestyle and the diversity that and store fun stories, but also the struggles that the swinging community has to go through that swinging along podcast. Um, and pretty much my Twitter and the Instagram, cause they have, you know, my link tree to everything. So I can literally go through a laundry list of where to, I'm a social media whore. So <laughs> same same <laughs> no, i think i'm gonna start wearing um more low-cut shirts frankly well listen i mean if you want to know the truth i did i was streaming beforehand so i at least put on more clothes before i came on to your show again so so this is not a video show uh this is audio oh. only. So you do what you want you um, could have been naked the whole time. And in fact, I think I'm going to do that next time. Just because I literally I was talking about the colleague previously and I didn't have a shirt on. And I'm like, let me put a Justin, shirt on. Please don't. I'm, <laughs> I'm begging with, you as your talk, co-host and co-worker and colleague, please don't. Talking with Todd, didn't have a shirt on. I mean, I was, I was pretty like, it's same. Like you really can't see anything, but. You should, we should just do a free the nip show one show. Oh. We just be a whole fully topless. Come on, Julia, you know you want. I mean, it's like the pantsless rehearsal we had in college. We were learning so much. Also, that was a very abusive situation. Anyway, I'm sorry. What? I'm sorry, Julia. I was in mid laugh, and then you said that, and I felt terrible for laughing. Is that a is that a thing? Just join us next. <laughs> ah, Jesus fucking Christ. Join us next time when we discuss the only one. She's allowed to unwind. So. Yeah, just, you know, it's been a long day. A lot it of has. trauma from theater school. Don't don't go to theater school and college kids. Just don't. I'm from your Auntie Jay. Just don't. Anyway, <laughs> what you should do is join us next time when we discuss those assholes who only want child marriage those fuck cunts 
a horrible, it's a horrible sign off. It is. Thanks for joining us and we'll see you next time. Download almost anywhere. Join our Facebook group and follow us at Swig and Ramble on Instagram, TikTok, Facebook and Twitter for more fermented fuckery. Cheers.